Hey everyone, welcome back to Faith on Fire. I'm Claire Bradley and I'm so happy to be back recording. Um, Last week was a little bit rough so I just wasn't able to record unfortunately, but I am back now and I'm happy to be back and I really do, this time I really promise that I will be back to my regular schedule next week. I was really sad that I didn't get to record last week and uh, I really like to stay to my regular schedule. It can just get kind of tough, but um, next week I'm planning to be Wednesdays, so, and I was, I was on time this week, so I'm feeling pretty good about that, um, but anyway, um, before I start on tonight's subject, I just want to talk about something, because I've been trying to find a way for you guys to be able to reach out to me, and I thought that I would be able to do that through the podcasting tool that I use, but it doesn't really seem like I can do that. So I just want to put it out there that I've created an email account for this podcast. So it's faithonfire at or it's faithonfirepodcast, sorry, at gmail.com. Uh, and I hope that that's helpful. And I hope that sometimes you guys are um, like willing to reach out to me. I hope that you want to um, with any questions or anything um, about any of my episodes that I've done so far. Um, so you're welcome to reach out to me through that email. It's also in the podcast description. So whatever, I think I've never really looked at it, my podcast on all platforms, but I know that like on Spotify, it's like, there's the description of the podcast and, um, I, I'm using Anchor. I use Anchor to record. So, um, it's on there, but anything like that, you are welcome to, look at the description and it should be there um should have like updated that because i did that a few days ago so that should be fine um but i just wanted you guys to be able to communicate with me in some way because i know i've been trying to figure that out for like this whole time and it's been kind of a mess so um i just want to put that out there uh before i start talking but now i'm ready to talk so tonight's um podcast is going to be about the seven sacraments but specifically I'm going to talk about reconciliation or confession because I think that that's a really important sacrament and that's kind of one that's more interesting to me um and that I've been wanting to talk about for a little while so I just think I'll head right into it I just want to say that there are seven sacraments like I said before so if you don't know if you're like new to the Catholic faith or to Christianity um well specifically this is Catholicism not Christianity but still if you're Christian you're welcome to listen um because Catholics are Christian but whatever uh, okay so um like I said, uh, tonight's podcast is kind of more referring to the Catholic faith and the seven sacraments. And um, the seven sacraments are baptism, reconciliation, or it can also be known as confession. There's like a few names for it. First communion, confirmation, and there is matrimony or marriage. There is anointing of the sick and holy orders. So these are the seven sacraments and they are obviously very important as you can see like um, marriage or um, something like that. It does not necessarily apply to everyone, not just a certain path, but not everyone chooses that path. Same with holy orders. Um, but I would say that, like, pers- like, I guess these aren't, like, more important than the other ones at all, but I think that the, like, first four sacraments is, like, what every, like, practicing Catholic receives Um, So that would be like baptism, confirmation, first communion, reconciliation. I'd say that those are the main ones that I think that you would like that most people receive as kids, I would say. 
Um, and of course, adults are always welcome to make those sacraments too. Um, and it's really important because um, they just help to give us the graces and gifts of God to use in our lives and to help us to be better people and to help us grow stronger to God and closer to God. And they just kind of provide protection for us. Um, but like I said, that can... It doesn't just need to be for kids, you know, making those sacraments or teenagers. I know a lot of adults that have made their sacraments later. Um, but I guess that those just really also make you a stronger person in your faith. And um, my mom actually runs the Faith Formation Program at my church, which I think I've mentioned before. And she teaches a lot of people and she does a really great job of getting people to um, be interested in their sacraments at any age, really. Um, through good classes that can teach you and help you to just understand what they're all about and really just make sure that you're into it like in your heart and you're still like really prepared for it and that's one of the things that's really important about sacraments is that it's not just something that you decide to do one day um it's something that you prepare for and you prepare and you be ready for it and oftentimes like when I made my confirmation, which I think it was like this past August, I know it was in the summer, so I think it was August, um, I, I kind of, I guess I would say I made like a promise to God basically by saying that um, I'm going to be a follower and I'm going to help and stand up for God and for my faith and do what my faith calls me to do, which is actually one of the reasons why I started this podcast. Um, So that is just one example, but sacraments help you to make in so many ways, you know, they help you throughout your entire life. And one like first, if you think about like first communion, um, that's a sacrament that technically you would make every single week after your first communion, which I guess is probably like third grade. um, Every single week after that, you receive the Eucharist. If you like practice and you go to church every week, then you are welcome to make that sacrament, you know? So, um, and that's something, uh, also same thing with, uh, confession, reconciliation. You can make those, um, as often really as you would like. Um, and I would say that it's kind of like, well, I would say that it's like special because, um, like the, if you, for like first communion or the holy eucharist as catholics we believe that it's the um, host turns into the body of christ it's a very beautiful part of mass and of course baptism is a super um part of super duper like important part of the church because it's kind of like welcoming you into the church um and i love baptisms Uh, i saw one a few days ago actually and it was really nice Um, But anyway, for today, I want to talk specifically about confession or reconciliation. Um, And what usually I think, actually, I must have made this like, I think in second grade, because I think that third grade was first communion. Um, But of course, like I said, at any age is like, of course, fine. (laughs) Even if you're 70 or something, you can still make your sacraments. Um, and that's something that I always kind of liked because I think generally kids, um, that my mom runs, like, I think that generally kids tend to make their first communion, but my mom also runs, like, an adult program for adults, and they love it, and it's a really nice thing, and I think a lot of times adults tend to make theirs at, like, the Easter Vigil Mass, um, that's a really nice, pretty mass, but, and that's, like, the night before Easter, I think, um, 
and I have to say that it's really beautiful like when I see the kind of um, like older people like they found God and they're willing to make their sacraments so that's really nice um, but when I was in third grade I have to say I was very scared I can specifically remember being like super super nervous because well if you don't know what reconciliation is or um, whoops uh, if you don't know what reconciliation is it's when you go into a confessional with a priest and you can't really think it's hard to like kind of remember but i just remember <laughs> that um like i've learned more since i've made my first confirmation or <laughs> my first reconciliation um but it's more of like don't think of it so much as like talking to the priest but it's like talking to god so you can't just think about it like um you can't just think about it so like intensely i guess because um it's a very personal thing it's not like he's like judging you or anything like that or like he's gonna go gossip to his friends or something like the priest can't do that um and it's not like um it's not really like like I try not to think of it as like me and a priest all the time because that kind of freaks me out I kind of think about it as God it's personal and he forgives you for all the sins that you confess and it can be very scary but of course um because you feel well for me I guess because like you feel like really judged I guess like not super judged by the priest or anything but you feel guilt you know when you're having to confess your sins and say them aloud you're like oh my gosh like it's kind of just um it's a shocking feeling and it's it's like it makes me really nervous kind of makes like my um like my palms kind of sweaty and i kind of just like oh i don't like this but it's it's also like i like that feeling of being nervous and like feeling that guilt because it kind of proves first of all that what i did was wrong and um if if i didn't feel that way then i wouldn't feel like that was wrong so i'm glad that i can recognize that what i've done is wrong when i'm in confession and um, I also like the feeling that, like, when you're in confession, you can tell how much God loves you, because it's, like, for some reason, I guess you expect something, like, really bad to happen, like, you're confessing all these horrible things that you've done, and I don't know, I guess you feel like, like, geez, why isn't he sending, like, a lightning strike down here or something right now, but, um, then you just, like, you're done, and, you know, you say the prayer, and the priest absolves you from your sins, and God has forgiven you, and, um, that's really a feeling like no other because when you get out of the confessional it's like you get this feeling in your heart like he's forgiven you and it's like your heart fills with God's love and you're free from sin and now um after you you have made your confession you get all these gifts from God all the strength to work to go against um the temptations of sin and I felt like that before um because, you know, it can be easy to be tempted into sin, I guess, and um, it's hard to push away from it because I think it can be easier to just, like, give in sometimes, but it's it's a really great feeling when you can, like, once you can admit the truth or something that you've done and you, you've taken responsibility for it, you've held yourself accountable, and um, once that is done and you're out you just are like oh I want to stay this way I want to stay free from sin as best as I can and you're only human so you're never going to be perfect but I think that it's important to just um to recognize that 
that's like the best feeling in the world like you are free from everything you're like filled with god's love and um i mean personally i like that feeling so much and i wish i went to confession like every single week sometimes just so that i could always feel that way um because even though like i've talked about the different types of sin on here like mortal and venial and it's like even if you don't commit like a mortal sin every week which i hope that you don't (laughs) um it's just something that really like it makes you feel like relieved and happy and just like i said full of god's love um but (laughs) um i also think that it's important when you're in confession because although it's it's kind of like when you're in there the priest is i guess it's hard because i kind of said try not to think about that but it's also really great because you can tell that the priest is like first of all priests are not judging you and that's very important to know but priests are also there to give you counsel on how to um like remember that that's wrong and how to just like work through it and how to um be stronger against the temptation of sin and also though you can tell that they're praying for you and that they're like rooting for you they don't want you to like i don't know go to hell or anything they want you to go to heaven and be with god and they're happy that you're there like i said to um that you're willing to do that because you're willing to do that to strengthen your relationship with god um and to build that relationship and they love that and they're not going to judge you um like i said they're there to give you advice and to pray for you and just be there and sometimes now i've never done this specifically and i guess it depends on if there's like a giant line or something behind you you can have like a conversation depending um on the situation like i said but you can have like a conversation like father i need help with this i've like struggled with this for a long time and i've confessed and i don't want to continue this sin and um priests are always willing to help you to um get through it you know um and i guess that well i'm not sure if you're a catholic or if you are considering becoming a catholic but um, i've said this before i always recommend going to church and just learning more and joining that community because it's so wonderful but i also recommend that you talk to someone at the church like maybe the director of faith formation which um my mom does or you could talk to the priest of course or the deacon um, or really anyone I'm sure that is there as a Catholic um, will help you with this. But I think it's really, it's awesome when like you go there and you get the information you want to know. And I really like as someone that goes to church, it's so great when you like see someone new and like you smile at them and they like feel good there and you can tell. Um, but if you are not Catholic, I would recommend like going to a church and just exploring those options and learning about the sacraments a little bit more and seeing if that like, if you have like a feeling like you might want to do that because um it's it's a really wonderful thing and um i think it's worth it to look into that sort of thing um but anyway (laughs) um i want to end tonight with one quote from 1 john chapter 1 verse 9 and it reads if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness So I like that quote just because it just kind of reminds us that God is forgiving and that he cleanses us from all the wrong that we have done and all the sins we've committed and that he loves us eternally and forever. Um, So I hope that this was helpful and kind of an insightful episode. 
uh, for all of you. And again, if you would ever like to reach out to me um, with any questions, you can email me at faithonfirepodcast at gmail.com. But until next time, I hope you guys have a great week and I'll see you next time here at Faith on Fire.